The grapes are great. I think we should we could do phone interviews like would it, we could get like people that live far away like Wiz or Lasley. <laughs> Lasley already said she's down. Dude, we could get a Zoom phone interview. Done and done. To get the call in, that would be rad. That'd be sweet. Because I feel like there's quite a few people now throughout the years that have like dispersed, you know, through yeah. the country that Schmitz. I've worked with. I don't think yeah. Schmitz Other people it. that have tried to disperse and then come crawling back. Don't they all? <laughs> don't they all? It happened to me, so. Caller, you're on the air. Yellow. <laughs> Tim, you know what I was watching the other day? What's that? Do the right thing. Oh, so it's such a good one. How relevant has it been, too, as of recent? Yeah, with I, uh, I think, like, when we worked together and, like, we came to the conclusion that we were big, both big fans of Do the Right Thing, that's when I was like, yo, Tim Wright is, like, my dude. Because, like, Do the Right Thing is, like, in my top ten movies of all time. Great Absolutely. Movie. Absolutely. I think we bonded over music, too, at one point. We definitely argued over it, but then bonded over it, and it was like, all right. So I'm sure that happens solid. a lot. With music me. discussions got really heated at the yeah, establishment. Especially no if doubt. you fucking listen to Fish. <laughs> yes, I love that. Stories from the kitchen. Kitchen mold from the gutters in broadcast form. Find me cooking, find as fish as like I'm living out in Greece. Or catch me at the deli with my bacon, egg, and cheese. Or this is true culinary. This is what's behind the scenes. Cooking in the kitchen that make money when we eat. Oh, Who's Hungry, Baby? Episode 26 of Rags to Dishes podcast. We're at 26. We didn't even acknowledge at 25 how, like, that's a pretty dope milestone. But yeah. uh, I'm here with Dan Cotter. No tuba this week. And uh, Dan, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Feeling good. You're looking pretty good. Oh, wow. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, you're glowing. And so, so our special guest this week, I am... The reason why I'm glowing. I am super excited about this one because... Uh, it's just a dope. It, I just haven't seen this be. man in a while. Yeah, it's just going to be a dope interview. Uh, Tim Wright, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing well. I'm happy to be here with you guys. Tim We're thrilled to have you. Right. He's in the building, y'all. In the house. He said it couldn't happen. Live and direct. <laughs> he said it, he said it couldn't <laughs> said happen. It couldn't happen. And if you bastards doubt me, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Anything is possible. Yes. As KG once said. Oh, I, I, we just talked about it on the last episode, but you, did you see Kyrie? <laughs> Whoa, with the with the with the bottle, or are you talking about him stomping? Both, both, just the whole the whole night. Oh man! So the bottle thing was trash. Like I, I feel like I almost said on the last episode. Like I really hope that like he no got Celtics fans do any trash shit. He's like you know the popcorn for assault and battery for missing Kyrie the water bottle. <laughs> well, fuck him, dude. It's like it's they need con- like we were saying last episode. It's like these people don't fear any consequences. It's why they do stupid shit like this. So they need consequences I mean, to learn to not do it. He did step on, he did step on the, that the, the shit was so con. funny. I I think, uh, I saw like a post about it on Reddit. That wasn't like a, a joke either. That was like, he was, he's a psycho dude. dude. He was no, like I, actually pissed off. And it was like, <laughs> it's so funny how like impactful he thought he was being like, I saw it on like the NBA <laughs> subreddit. It was like the headline on the video said like, Kyrie Irving steps on the Celtics half court logo menacingly. <laughs> and then like the f- the first comment was somebody like, "Oh my 
God, what will I do now? Like, <laughs> my, my heart has been torn apart, and I'll never oh, be able to go man. back to that time before Kyrie disrespected me so harshly. Menacely stepping, too, could be like a, just dancing, you know? Is he like yeah, an angry just, elephant just stomping the yard? Yeah. Men- menacingly stepping. It was just such like a fucking weak, like Walmart brand TO move where it's just like, it was like so weak. That's funny, dude. It's like if you want to make a statement, do that after you like get it and one. They'll do it like after the game when nobody's paying attention. Facts, like Tio would like score a touchdown and then go in the middle of the Dallas Star and be like, "Fuck Dallas!" Like, so Tim, yes, sir. We were just talking before we got on air about how like our transitions at the establishment were kind of like we were on when you were on your way out, we were on our way in type of thing. Yeah. It wasn't a very long overlap. So I want to hear about like what we weren't there for. Like what was the beginning, your beginnings at the establishment? Like beginnings at the establishment. How did you get, how about, how'd you get hired? So I got hired because Jewel and Amber, um, rest in peace. They lived across the street from my parents at the time and I was still living at home. Yeah. And so, Oh wow. So you were neighbors with them, neighbors with them ended up getting friendly and they were like, if you need a job, come yeah, by. Yeah. And then Meehan interviewed me and oh, he was wow. like, so I only skateboard. And I was like, yeah, don't you. And then it was just kind of like, yeah, show up to wash dishes. Yep. And yeah, that sounds like a classic story of how someone got hired at the pretty much. Yeah. I never even got you skateboarded. Yeah. yeah. You had yeah. a slight connection. Oh, you, you know, were these hired. guys are cool. Um, Hit all the all the milestones. So when was much. that? Ah, oh, shit. I guess back in the day. Yeah, right. Like oh eight or oh nine. Okay, Damn. that sounds yeah. about right. Yeah, because right my there. start is like I think it's twelve or thirteen. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Then that that would add up. But yeah, you were like one of the. Um, you started as a dishwasher. Started as a dishwasher, and then pretty quickly with like only dishwashing experience like moved up to the line because they just needed people at yeah. that point. And like the fucking people they had working on the line were so bad at that So point who was working was at the like, line so when you started? It was, uh, Dean Lennon was pretty much like running the show Dean. at that point. It yeah. was like Dean first in command. Then Mark was like right under him. Mm-hmm. And then it was this kid Declan. I think Matt Reagan might've been on the line and McBurney at that point. That sounds like a savage crew. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know what? about this Declan. Was, sounds like a British villain, but like yeah, he was him, I, everybody fucking, else sounds like a goat. He was like crunchy, like Spunion type. Dude. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. yeah. fit yeah. right in. Yeah, fit right in, dude. Off, not a very good line cook. Um, and so yeah, Dean was like the fucking main dude, and he was like just heavy, like ball buster, like insult, like just. Super fucking gnarly shit. Hardcore. Say and do to people. Yeah, yeah like yeah. I'm pretty sure Kelly Kelly Shea might have taken a swing at him. Damn. Like, like one point because a he physical was, swing. Yeah, I, th- I think it was like either her or Sonya. Somebody like swung on him because I think he pissed them off. So he just bad. said something gnarly. Yeah, and like he. Was I mean, just this like, is back in the day, so I mean, this is pre, you know, cancel culture. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, but, uh, I don't know. Just was fucking awesome at the job too. So it's one of those things where like, you can't even really bust his ball because he would fucking slay. Yeah. Yeah. Then, totally. Yeah. If you can, yeah. if you can back it up, you can do whatever that, the fuck you want. And that you know what I mean? Came up with a bunch of the stuff on the menu. Yeah. 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 A bunch of stuff. Super creative. I think he was, uh, responsible for a lot of the dinner recipes as was, uh, yeah. Mark Meehan, I think right uh-huh. around that time. And then too. they left and it was like, I mean, Matt and Alex held it the fuck down. Absolutely. But yeah. when they yeah. left, Squad. shit started to go down. Yeah. Like yeah. when they left, it was bad. Yeah, Those absolutely. Two, Matt and Alex after, I felt like we're keeping it creative. Yeah, you know? that's yeah. what I was Doing just going to say is that 
Matt and Alex came up with a lot of new recipes too. And then once they left, it was just, we're going to recycle all of Dean and Mark and fucking Matt and Alex's old recipes. Yeah. But we don't even have dinner cooks that are capable of doing that. Like, never mind coming up with new stuff. Right. I think a lot of it too is like the dinner prep. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they're like someone like Shea Boy or Jimmy might be able to hop on dinners and work for a night. But like Alex and Matt Reagan, like when they came in for those dinner shifts, they'd be in there early prepping their that shit was up. Dean. You know, it that was Dean and Mark yeah, as well. It wasn't yeah. it wasn't yeah. like they were just showing up for a shift and working it. Like they had the whole prep themselves. Like yep. and they sometimes tried- we'd help them over in the prep kitchen, but not that much. No, yeah. it really wasn't often because sometimes like I remember dudes coming in like four and five hours before their shift, yeah. especially like on a Friday night when the specials would change because yeah, they would be doing all the new That's shit. what I was just going to say. Yeah. Like, uh, they tried to simplify the dinner menu a lot after they left because like not only will you have to like come in and prep like all the specials, but you still have to prep the normal shit you have all the time, like yes. enchiladas. Yep. So they made it so that like we only have one enchilada sauce now. Like, like there's no vegan mole in the other mole. Like there was only vegan mole. Yep, that's yep. Right. And then the mole got simplified to being just like enchilada put the sauce. salsa and uh, black beans in a blender and like blend it up. That's, like that was like the trash. fucking mole. And like uh, they just like, then it was like, there's no more vegan enchilada. Like they just like simplify, simplify, simplify where yeah. it was just like less prep, less prep, less prep to make it easier, easier. And I mean, like, I would say even till to today, that's still, it's just it's like probably a, what they're, a never but ending. it sucks because it's like that's what happens when you don't have that influx of like creative talent coming yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like coming up with new menu items and shit. And like, yeah, and it was just like it was super fun too because like Dude, it was. It was it, fun working with it people was. like that. Yeah, for sure. And like especially Dean, because he would just be like the fucking biggest ball buster. Like one night I remember fucking working the line one of my first like busy shifts working with him. And he was like so pissed because I just could not keep up on Burger Side. Like, yeah. how old, dude, it's how tough. Burger Side. I think fun. I was twenty one or twenty two. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he was like, "Are you on fucking Demerol?" <laughs> and I just remember, like, I didn't even know what Demerol was at the time, and I'm just like, "Oh my god!" Like, what the fuck? Like, I don't even know what he's then, talking about, right, dude? And I like, feel insulted nonetheless. He would just be like, "Kid, you're fucking retarded. Move." And then he would fucking lay out all the burgers and like be doing all of his shit on sell side while like telling me how to run Burger Side. Yeah, yeah. And then every time, sounds he, like Jimmy. He would just be like, <laughs> he'd be like, "Move." It wasn't like behind you, but like, kid move and i'd be like and i'd be like all right sorry he's gotta move and then it's like the same dude at the end of the night who would like fucking be like go and fucking drink the beer that i left you and fucking smoke the weed that i left you out there and like you did great kid go get high and then we'll fucking mop oh my god dude yeah that that reminds me of when decot trained me on dish oh straight up you know at the end we just like talked about big l krs one you're like yo come on let's go smoke a joint yo this job rules yeah like oh first day i ended up uh like it was Mother's Day, super busy day. Oh, that's a that's a day. Being yeah. out being out the dish shift like a, what I thought was a fucking champion for first day. Like yeah. Kept, yeah. held it down really well. I think they hit me up with some extra dough, and then Mark Lennon, because Mark and Dean are brothers, they were working there at the time. Yeah, fucking. Mark was like, come check out the office. And I was like, oh, I've already like seen the office. And he was like, no, come check out the <laughs> office. And this out. is when they only had the one shed. I go in there and it's like fucking eight. Maybe six, eight heads. It's like Bethany, Sonia, Mark, Dean. They're all like <laughs> just sitting, cloud. just fucking chuffing weed right there next <laughs> to the patio. And I was like, oh, all right. Like that, this is the deal with this place. So. Yeah. Yeah. That was always weird. Like the first time, or I mean, it was less weird there than other jobs, but like the first time you get high with your coworkers and you're like, 
like, is this cool here? Yeah. Dude, it's at, not, the, it's at, the, at the establishment, it was just like, oh, this is cool here. There's it's no just like, go get it, high, dude. You know? It's like, go fucking smoke yeah. some weed, get your ass back in here, and we'll do so. Like, yeah. yeah. It was just like, people, like, be, instead of being like, I need a cigarette, people would just like yell across the kitchen, hey, dude, go get fucking high, come on. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. yeah, totally. But it was just like almost an accepted, like, understood kind of thing. It was just like, yeah, that's. Just go, let him do his thing, and then come back, and it'll be fine. As long as you could, like, keep your shit together. It's cannabis medicine, baby. I mean, by like, the time I cool. got hired there, it was like, if you're not nodding out or just being a yeah, dickhead God. high on cocaine, like, if you're smoking weed, word. Like, go smoke some fucking weed. If it like, gets oh, you yeah. through this fucking hell yeah. of a fucking summer, like, more power to you. Dude, this would be crazy. <laughs> so... Did you go straight? You said you went straight to the line from dishes, or did you go to like prep and expo or all that Dude, other shit? I don't think I went to. I didn't go to expo for deep. Like I was good at the line before I moved Damn. over to expo. Yeah, and prep was like I didn't do prep. I don't think for maybe like anything more than like I'd be doing a slow dish shift and yeah, they'd let feel, me like prep oh, yeah. a couple or things. like somebody called out. And but something. yeah, but it was mainly line because they needed somebody so bad at that point and I needed a job. So I was like, fuck, I'm just doing this now. And then I actually yeah. I came to like it and the people that worked there were rad. And, uh, yeah, like that you were like a young gun. Yeah. Pretty much just like coming you know? in, like fucking finding like the first job I found that I was, like, Oh, this is actually like kind of dope. Like I enjoyed yeah. doing this. I felt the same awful. way. Like, yeah. I felt the same way. Yeah. yeah. I did and, too. Uh, yeah, so to have, like, the older dudes, too, that were just, like, fucking hard asses, I feel like that's where, like, I got that fucking whole, like, shut the fuck up, like, go get it done. Or, yeah, like, it's yeah, so yeah, brutal. Like that, yeah, that fucking And, you know, I remember, I remember dude, seeing you. That's what you, it is. It sucks. I remember seeing you, like, later on as a um, waiter at the anti-establishment where we worked together. Yes. And, like, you coming in to get food and, like, shit talk being hurled and you just, like, dude, it's... Just like no match for oh, Tim. Like, like the crew there, yeah. it was just like, yeah. they would come out with like some, what they thought was heavy heat and like without even like a snap of the finger, Tim oh. just hits him with something way harder. Yeah, you know what I mean? That's where I honed that like shit talking skill. Was yeah. in the I kitchen. feel the same way. It's a yeah. tool you sharpened the on the line. Yeah, it it's like, sure. yeah, no yep. doubt. And so, uh, yeah, it's just. So I want to ask. Uh, I mean, I guess now we're getting into the anti-establishment. Gotta yeah, do it. I knew yeah, it was yeah. gonna happen. Yeah. So we want to hear a little bit about like how you went from squad A to squad B when Casey left. Well, just I guess, to, like put- I guess not. I, I'm not ranking A B. I'm more just saying okay. one and two. Yeah. I'm not yeah. trying to say one's better right. than the other or anything. So from one side of the street to the other, because we'll you were like poached. I mean, I wouldn't. There, I wouldn't yeah. exactly say poached at the time. I like really didn't want to fucking be at the. So you you were ready. To, you were yeah. ready. To, you were yeah, low hanging much. fruit, yeah. ready to just be yeah. harvested, ready yeah. to be plucked off that there tree. Were, there were words between uh, the owner and I at that point. And okay. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. 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 So I was like, I was ready to go. I knew I could get the gig over there, and I was like, Yeah, I'll come over because I knew like probably out of like just whatever she would like hire me so i'm like all right yeah fucking done yeah and so ended up working front and back of the house there back of the house fucking sucks how about that dish pit dude Dude, how about that whole kitchen so tight it's just so tight it's i thought all the fucking this is even like all the fucking prep tables are like bent in and like oh my god it's such a mess such a mess and it's weird because the food at the anti-establishment is like Pretty good. They put out some decent food for that. Pretty tiny good. of a kitchen, dude. Like, Love their yeah. pizza. Yeah, you a, know? Lot of, a lot of scratch made. I'd say like 80% almost of their menu is probably scratch made. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. 
but fucking hell to work in. It's so, so small. So I did like that Kyle Lamondola thing where you fucking chill in the back of the house and then keep asking about the front, asking about the front. And yeah. Actually make your way out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. And like, you know, you're at an advantage too. Cause you fucking know all the recipes already. Mm -hmm. So it just clicks. Yeah. It makes you a great server because like you can answer any question about the menu. Yeah. Like about how something's made and stuff like that. Absolutely. And then you also have been like honing your like quick wit and shit talking. So when customers oh, yeah. start like getting lippy, you can just be like, huh? Yeah. No. Well, you know, it was yeah. kind of crazy that like my experience there not that I ever had to deal with it, but what I saw was like at the anti-establishment, um, the owner was so hardcore about getting her employees back that like there were times that I remember her like bitching customers out for like having problems. Yeah. So you know what I mean? Like she would not appease the customers at all. Yeah, you know there like I remember. So there was a lot of Yelp drama, which is like not normal. Too. That's not normal. We're gonna I, have, you you got to get into this Yelp. Dis, there was certainly a disconnect there. So I will say that I remember up and down their Yelp page, her just like, "No, you're wrong," to like mad customers <laughs> being like, <laughs> yeah. she was like not taking it. I mean, it's like usually the customers that leave shitty Yelp reviews are full of shit, but like she was just like, "No, fuck you," calling every one of them out. But I mean. Speaking of uh, customers being lippy, I think we're going to need to get into this Yelp review specifically about you, Tim. Um, oh, yeah. So <laughs> back when Tim was a server at the anti-establishment, I remember this being like, so for the listeners that don't know, the anti-establishment was started by uh, like the GM of the establishment quit and started a business like 20 Directly feet behind 20 feet the from establishment. the establishment and tried to like take like a lot of the business away from these. It was like a rivalry and there was a lot of drama and there was a lot of like petty Yelp review type drama shit. But I remember a lot of like Pedro yeah. Don Zimmer type shit. Yeah. Yeah. Know? A lot. Of, yeah. So then there was, I remember this one review though. That was so funny. So somebody uh, had you as a server and then they, uh, lucky they, yes, lucky them. And they left a bad review and said that you were aggressively hitting on them the whole time. And then they were like, and I'm a guy and like, uh, I'm not like gay. And so he was like aggressively hitting on me the whole time and I didn't like it. Yes. And then Casey like commented under it like, yeah, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Tim's not gay. Like, can you shed some light on this situation? I could shed us? some light on that for I sure. Know some yeah, because the, uh, the, you know what, Tim, you are a flirter. Like you're, I, a, you're a charming person. I'm a, so I'm a, I could I'm see a, like a, I'm, a, I'm blushing now. You can't see that, but I'm uh, I'm fully blushing. Like and I, I could that see was the mistake. My, that was never my style, though. With like waiting tables to hit aggressively on men or women. <laughs> well, more men, yeah, but but women as well. Yeah. And uh, so it was just like a super fucking. Well, it must be hard when they're all hitting on you. Funny thing, I like. I guess you gotta it, fight it them can off. be awkward. It definitely can be like one of the more fucking awkward things when like, especially when it's like an eight top dude and like it's an old <laughs> fucking lady and she's just like had one too many shark yep. days and yep. you're like, I just want to get you tacos and get the fuck out of here, you know? And, uh, so for that fucking, yeah, well, who, who were these people that left this review? Who was this guy? I, it was an eight top of like fucking, it was Tom Brady young kids. Cause they like college kids or some shit like college kids and half of them like, didn't have IDs, so they I wouldn't let them drink. And then at, from that point forward, the whole table was just fucking ass. Yeah, being Bad dicks, vibes. basically. Yeah, they were, yeah. like, leaving the table to, like, go get beers at the bar to try to, like, make the tab 
separate from the tab they're running at the table. Yeah, and which they sucks. Just, they're trying to take money in your pocket. Yeah, pretty much. And then, like, they was giving the bartenders, like, a hard time because they're fucking, like, busy and shit, too, yeah. over there. So it was just a fucking mess. So after a while, I was like, fuck this table. I just, like, stopped caring about them. And yeah. so they just went ahead and posted, like, the oh, fucking... Geez. So they just, like, made it all just up? Just completely made up, dude. such completely a weird thing to make up about somebody. Dude, like, I like mean, it would be... Like, why not just, just say that you yeah, were a yeah, dick? Yeah, yeah. Or, or like, like, you were a you bad know, server or, trash, or, or you were rude? Because, like, you could be like, I'm not rude, and they could it would be he said, she said, or whatever. Absolutely. But <laughs> there's no debating that you are gay. So it's like, you weren't hitting on them. It That's just a fact. Such a strange thing. And then to see how it was handled later, along with a lot of those Yelp reviews, because that's like almost why I wouldn't want to read them. I'm like, I don't want to read the fucking response. Yeah. I don't want to see it. Yeah. Dude. So at, I'm sorry, but oh, at, at, the, at, at the anti-establishment, there were a lot of like characters that would come in there. Customers or, or like the customers. Yeah. Yeah, well, we'll get to the we'll get to the employees. Okay. But, you know, like, uh, I'm trying to think of her name. <laughs> there were just a lot of, like, wild customers that would come in as regulars there. Talking about uh, Marissa? Marissa, yeah, yes. Yeah, oh, that's yes. a girl, dude. Marissa yes. was wild. Yeah, Marissa was Always wild. wanted a Diet Coke. Uh, was it a Diet Coke? It was a Diet Coke, pay and change. And, dude, remember when that lady got hacked up by the dude who came and fucking... Applied at oh. Yeah. Oh, wait. My, his mom. His mom. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I fucking thought that it was Marissa. It was Marissa. When I first heard about it, I was like, oh, it's definitely like the bald transvestite that walks up and down the street. Yeah, yeah, with yeah. With the dead eyes. Like, it's got to be. <laughs> with the dead eyes. <laughs> like, yeah, like, that person that seems unstable to me, it might be that And it is like well, su- it's super nice. It's because like, she's like kind of like, um, like unwatched. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Like she should probably be in like a group home or Absolutely. something, but she kind of is just like we don't we don't know the deal. We to don't be know honest, the deal. But we, uh, the deal. we always tried to tried to take care of her the best we could. But oh my gosh, come in on a fucking Friday night. The best is when it would be busy and she would yeah. just like stand right in the way oh and like trying to talk to people. And Casey would freaking get Ooh. so mad. That sucks. Just like being right in the way. Dude, messing like I, I thought about that. The whole thing is with the anti-establishment is like I worked pizza, so the pizza was like the pizza station was out in the dining room, open kitchen, yeah. completely. Yep. yep. And I like remember when I got the job there, I was like, hey, like, <laughs> like I can like do whatever I want out here, though, right? Like I don't have to like not talk to people. Blah, blah, blah. And she's like, yeah, like if you want to flirt with girls, like you know, go for it. Or if you want to do this, so sometimes oh, like God. <laughs> and, and, you know, because we're throwing pizza in the dining room, sometimes people would come up to us to talk to us, you know? Yeah. I remember one time I'm working, and I have a Motorhead shirt on, and there's this couple at the bar, and they are wasted. Like, shit-faced, fucking wasted. They're probably, like, in their late 40s. And, like, I could tell that, like, they weren't fighting or anything, but, like, they definitely weren't, like, deeply in love anymore. You I know probably, what I mean? I probably ruined their meal. Yeah. <laughs> And anyway, like, um, the dude's, like, like watching us do the pizza. He's like, yo, like, that pizza was awesome, man. Like, I really appreciate it. I'm like, yeah, thanks, dude. And he's like, and he's like, what's what's up with that shirt? And I was like, what? Like, you, you don't know what Motorhead is? And, you know, mind you, he's, like, in his 40s. So, like, Motorhead came out, like, the perfect time for him to know It's like Motorhead you could probably is. just figure it out from context. Like, it probably and, just looks like a fucking band t-shirt. No, and yeah. and he's, like, he's like, yeah, you know, I'm kind of old. I'm not, like, young like you. And I was just, like, Motorhead's from, like, the early 80s. And his wife just starts laughing her 
ass off just thinking it's so funny that this guy doesn't know who Motorhead is. (laughs) And then he ends up like looking, feeling embarrassed and like I didn't like go any further with it. You know, I just like left him there and then he comes up to me and just gives me $20. He's just like, thanks for making my wife laugh. Oh, and I just, just and took I just a took, really sad I know, turn. And I yeah. just and I just I took the twenty dollars too. I was like, yeah, all right, fine. I was like, but you should know who Motorhead is, dude. It's like I am deeply funny. troubled by this story. Isn't that story. ridiculous? There was always ridiculous was older so drunk people so at the anti Yeah, yeah. And I just remember like a lot of the pizza cooks fucking hating the fact that. People would come up and ask them questions. Like I'd seen people. Gee, like, I love that. I'd I'm like, walk, I'm like, yeah, yeah. But it's like, want me to throw it up into the air on to one of the fucking bikes? I'll it, do it. But it'd be like people walking across the dining room with like their plate and being like, going up to the pizza cook <laughs> and being like, I got the wrong thing. It's like, <laughs> first of all, it's a dish that came from the back of the house, so it wasn't even on. The yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like and a taco. Like, meanwhile, I'm at their table asking if everything's all right while this person's like going over there doing that. Well, shit. there was always and like a weird, like, like the lighting there was weird, like almost like layout. it was like a, it almost looked like like a like an opium den, dude. Oh my god, what it did have <laughs> just, opium just den just with bike just it. with bikes on the yeah. wall? Oh man, less people and nodding it, out though. Yeah, for but sure. Definitely, there. definitely more of a mushroom cocaine vibe yep. over there. Yep. Very heavy. Let's talk vibes. about K Dog. Oh, uh, shouts out to K Dog, dude. Fucking homie, dude. Beautiful. Both of those ovens in there are made by K Dog. Made by K Dog. Oh yeah, they do have sick pizza ovens in there. Yeah, and uh, love those ovens. Yeah, dude. He just uh, got back from Ecuador. He's always like in Central America doing some gnarly shit. Yeah, dude. That's that's the fucking homie. I just remember he would always come in because. The owner owed him a bunch of money for these ovens. I don't even know if it was that. I think it might have just been like, uh, I'll help you with this kind of thing. And then going forward, like, I'll eat here for free. And then, you know. I thought it was she owed him money, but it was like, uh, until I'm paid off, you know. Yeah. I'm not rushing you on the money, but like, I'm going to come here and get my free gluten-free pizza whenever I want. Mm -hmm. But it would be dope because I make it from, and he'd like, be like, yo, stick your hand out. And like, he, it would either be like a nug of weed, a couple mushrooms, It'd be something. It'd be like an, Adder- like an Adderall, Adderall pill. Adderall yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mystery pills. And then it would be like, awesome. and it would always be at the right time, too. Oh, when no I'm like, doubt. you really need to go smoke a fucking bowl. You've been working your ass off, and you just get a big ass nug of K Dog weed, and you're just like, yes. How about, were you there the night he ran, he walked through the dining room in this Blessing of the Fleet outfit? <laughs> no. Okay, so his. <laughs> His Blessing of the Fleet outfit was a green unitard with a nice. giant Sounds about right. wig pubic patch that like <laughs> ran down his thighs, dude. And this thing is- A thigh-length Merkin. Dude, I'm telling you. Thigh-length Merkin. Thank you. Damn. Thank you for the pubic wig reference. That's exactly what that Yo, fucking was. A man knows his Merkins, bro. Dude, he fucking has a huge fucking whatever, cucumber, huge fucking package. Just a dick. Runs the whole fucking race- in the unitard with the pube patch and the fucking Occupy mask on. You're like, fucking gets done, ends up at the finish line and like sees the, like whatever staff and cops are like kind of fucking Ready look to at, be yeah, looking ass. to be like, who the fuck yeah, is this? Yeah, yeah. And then he ran to bike stop, ended up talking to us like behind the back there where we'd go rip butts and fucking not announced, walks around to the front door in the fucking unitard with the patch, slowly does a lap through the dining room <laughs> to the point where he gets to the back door exit there, and, like, everybody is now, like, 
not eating food anymore. Like not what's just going all on? just <laughs> looking like, <laughs> dude, in fucking scene, like just erupts in laughter. And like a couple people clapped. I was like, this is fucking awesome. <laughs> Especially because it's blessing of the fleet. Night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which I is know, a lit that's weekend. A fucking nightmare. So let's hear about some more uh, crazy characters from the uh, anti-establishment. I, I mean, he, he's been bugging me to come on the podcast, but when I set up a date, he didn't, he didn't even text me. K-Dog? No, not K-Dog. We're oh, talking about Matt Ock. Oh, Ock. Yo, shouts out to Ock Dog, too. Fat Ock. That's where I got <laughs> He owes to, me $60. Does he? He probably owes <laughs> me from like three dot From like three years ago. Yeah. This is probably the best place to air that out. Yes. Well, I mean, I sent him <laughs> Venmo requests, and it just, you know, he just declines them so Damn. but but madoc was like an anchor when i was at the anti-establishment Ooh, i would say fuck man he was like a fucking he held you know shit. he was like like yeah. a like a pit bull in dog fights that has just like will not die you know what i mean straight <laughs> up dude and then like you like he comes in and he looks like and then oh, you see him the night stuff. before and he's just like blackout drunk and just mad fucked yeah. up and somehow he's not late for work he's well, okay, okay. Yeah, there, was a point, there was a time. There was a time where he fucking would. Uh, oh, I think he lived on Eighty Central. Was that the fucking address? That fucked house. Yeah. So we would have to go wake him up. Yeah, but at least he's close there, dude. And then there were nights where he wasn't living close, and he would fucking break in and then crash. And like you know, it's classic. You, this is classic. All this is classic oh, line cook behavior. Yes, absolutely. It's like a universal language. But he would be fucking drunk, so he'd find like funny places to fall asleep. Like yeah, yeah, up, yeah. Like above the awning in the entry. Oh my god! <laughs> like like six feet up, you had to like climb the pizza oven and like jump and scale to get to it. <laughs> That's insane. And then we were like in for work the next morning. He just pops his fucking head up from there, and he's like, oh. "Yeah, what up, dude?" Yeah. <laughs> it's sleeping. Sleep. You're like, all right, sweet. <laughs> you know you got to work. Like, yeah, I know. Excuse me, five minutes. Fucking dude. Well, but honestly, one of the best line cooks I think I've fucking ever worked with, hands down. Just that dude like, can put the work in. Very consistent too. Like a lot of people, I feel like are like myself included. I'm fucking not gonna be the happiest, go luckiest, same all the I time. I mean, I wouldn't. Like, I wouldn't say he, he was happy, be, but <laughs> but he'd be the same like every fucking time, and just like you'd never have to worry about it. Like no fucking wild card. He just they like they like the bought him cars and shit, and down. he would just like total the car they'd buy him another oh, car yeah. just because he was there running the kitchen it was yeah. ridiculous dude. yeah it was Damn. Or not total yeah. then he like he like parked a car somewhere and it got towed and that was just the end of the car i don't remember, I remember <laughs> like, the end of the it's, car. Like, it's, like, it's like some jr shit for yeah. sure but um <laughs> that is some JR like do you have like a funniest memory of matt Maybe. you want to hear a good one i'll give you one yeah please please maddock and dan shubes used to live together on the second floor of this dude's like house in Wakefield for like a short amount of time. And I would hang out there all the time. And like one night Maddox passed out. Like he worked like a double. He had to work in the morning, yada, yada, yada. And we had gotten like a bunch of McDonald's and everyone's all fucked up just hanging out in Maddox's room. Cause Maddox's room was huge. It was a huge, it was the living room was Maddox's room. Of course it was. And he had a king size bed yep. in the middle of the living room. So like everyone would just chill on his bed and we like put a burger in his hand and, like, Maddox is the type of person that when he wakes up, he's pissed. He's pissed that yeah, he wakes yeah. up. Maddox loves to sleep. If you wake him up, he's going to be fucking heated. What the fuck? Free- yeah. yeah, freak out. Oh, my God. So he ends up waking up, and he's pissed. He's like, you see it in his eyes. just like... <clears throat> and fucking, he just looks over at his hand, and there's a burger, and he's just like, oh, sweet. <laughs> and just, like, starts eating this fucking burger. Dude, that house that they lived in 
I, I forget how long it was for. Maybe just like a summer or something. But like there were so many fucking funny ass stories of us like getting fucked up after working at Bike Stop. Half of the kitchen just sleeping in his fucking bed because you can fit like seven oh people on this God. bed. And then at like five in the morning, them having to get up and go to work and just being fucking heated. Ugh, I don't miss that. Jesus. Where was that spot? Um, The street name I can't think of, but yeah. it's off of High Street in Wakefield. It's one of those ones that runs down parallel with like yes, Allen. Yes, yes, yeah. dude, that, It's, it's that not Allen. It's crazy. one of those. Yeah. yeah, it was like yep. he also got... I, I, never mind. I can't tell the story on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Maddock was ridiculous to fucking work with. And I worked there at the time where Dude. it was a crew of kids that we were all friends from before working here. So it was like me, John Selko, Hunter, yes. Kyle Gallup. Oh, that was awful. Um, and Maddock. And that was like the crew. And then there yeah, was like a yeah. couple of those NK dudes like Connie Wang and Ronnie oh, and dude. fucking Tom. You worked there at the fucking high, high Dude, point it was the, sick. It was, the was That was a great summer, dude. Yeah, it was. For sure. That was a great summer working there. That was when we pegged beer cans at Connie, right? Dude. <laughs> there was this one shift I remember where. Then this would happen like maybe once a month. And it's all because of Maddock, too. Where like... <laughs> We'd be all hung over on like a, it was usually a Sunday and Matt would be like, all right, we're getting Chinese food. And like yes. we would order like $180 worth of Chinese food, <laughs> get it delivered, just set it up on a prep table. And I remember this one time we get it and like we're slammed and it's me, Hunter and Kyle on pizza. And there's just this whole spread of Chinese food in the back. And on we're just like, and we're pissed. Right we're like, yeah, yes, yeah. And I we're remember. like, yo, like we need to eat this food. Before everyone else in the kitchen fucking eats all the food. Because, you know, Matt Ock's back there. Tom's back there. Connor's back there. They're going to all eat that food. So, like, Hunter goes to me. He's like, yo, we got to, like, leave Kyle out here. And, like, get back there and go eat mad Chinese food. So, I'm like, all right, you go first. So, Hunter is like, all right, I got to run to the bathroom. I'll be right back. And, like, you know. So, one person's spreading. One person's making the pizzas. One person's cooking the pizzas. We get all the pizzas spread. We get all the pizzas made and on the rack. And Kyle's the one cooking them. And then I'm like, all right, I just got to grab something from the back real quick. And me and Hunter just back on the prep table, just shoveling, shoveling General Chow's and lo mein into it. Like, just so disgustingly just eating, like, Dirty Charlie at dirty the fucking Charlie holiday style. party. Yeah, just, God. And, like, going back to the thing. And Kyle will be like, yo, what the fuck's going on? And there's like, no, like, go, go eat some, like, Chinese food. It's like the second he comes back, we just run back there and go eat more Chinese food. Dude, it was like a rush, dude, because whenever, yeah. like, there was cool food there, Everyone was chomping down, so you had to get back there. And Absolutely, get yours. yeah. There was like there was no saving no, shit no. for people. There was a know? halfway decent pizza that got you know a little yeah. too singed. Yeah, she was yeah. gone. She was it's gone. gone. One of the best, the most exciting things that can happen when you work in a restaurant is it, when you order food from a different restaurant. Oh, dude, like that it's night, so dope. It's, it's like so dope. dumb lit. You'll oh. just be like, "Fuck yeah, something different to eat." I feel like you guys could do just an episode on that. Because if you've ever like, it's that, like it's such a simple shit. delay. Well, yeah. there was a point yeah, where, uh, like, right before I got fired and went over to the anti establishment, where me and Matt Ock were trading food. Yeah, the exchanges yeah. were yeah. It was yeah. like Jane, an underground Jane thing because that was not cool not to all. do. Like, we weren't even supposed to. Like, like the owners would not have been well, cool yeah, at that. Just yeah, because of the like, rivalry, yeah, because exactly. they fucking hated each other, we weren't allowed to like each other. Yeah, exactly. It was like an ugly divorce or some shit. Yeah, I wasn't allowed to go like go over there. Yeah, I remember that. It was like when Russell Westbrook wouldn't let Enos Cantor say what up to Kevin Durant. Yeah, after he left. That's exactly what it was like. He's like, yo, fuck him. Don't say what up to him, E. 
I even remember when I went back, to, when I went over to the dark side, I would like walk out to go, you know, whatever, smoke or cut wood or something. And then you'd see like Nikki or Sonny and they'd be like, traitor. And I'd be like, <laughs> oh so, listen, God. you guys fired me. So I don't know what the fuck you want me to say here. Uh, Those two talking shit. Yeah, I mean, obviously anybody. they're just joking around. I know. The rivalry was real, though. Fucking Dude, shit was, like, so drama-filled. Like, weren't there, like, petty Yelp reviews being made, like, back and forth where it's, like, <laughs> like people were, like, Yelp bombing each other and shit? Like, I remember something about, like, uh, fucking, there was, like, people coming over to us saying that we were, like, selling bad fish and they had, like, heard it. Oh, my from God. The owner's like, wife, wasn't it? Yes, I, yes, I remember I that being... That. I wait, remember wait, the wife said that? The wife, the owner of the establishment, yes. uh, his wife, I remember being Made thrown around that she was, like, fish. spreading rumors that people were getting sick from the fish at the anti-establishment. Like, it was, like, legit, like, shysty, like, backstage, yes. dude. Yeah. That's, yes. like, gnarly. So like yeah, but it's like the whole thing started when Casey was just like, "I'm out. I'm taking the workers I like," and like you know, like it was like an ugly breakup. It was yeah, it was not an amicable. I mean, it's still it's still not. Yeah, we got we got to get them both in here together. And are we gonna settle it on some parent trap shit? That would be wild. Yeah, yeah. Get Jerry Springer in here. Yeah. Oh my god. Now you're saying that she (laughs) left to start her own restaurant right across the street. The two of them, if they were to, I think it's yeah, this speak way. on it because if we could get any of them in here, it'd be great. I'm gonna backtrack. Fire. It'd be fire. Let's do it. I'm gonna backtrack a little yeah, bit. Yeah, go back to the establishment, the OG establishment. Okay. Did you ever break in late at night to go make food? Um, or do other things? Do other things for sure. Yeah, yeah. You clap some cheeks on some prep tables. I don't believe. <laughs> That I did duster. Um, <laughs> you have some duster? duster. Yes. Take some absolutely. shots of vanilla extract. Absolutely. Fucking hit that fucking ten high real quick. Dude, this see if there's any E and J back in that fucking. Ugh. Of course, of oh. course. Couple well, whippets. Good God, dude, the whippets. Oh. Just making chicken tendies, honey mussy, dude. That was that was where it was at. Yeah. Or just like you go in and like. It was just like a fucking spot to be. So like after the bar, after the bar, dude. Whatever, there were nights. Like, there were nights where it's like we would uh, we would finish working, and so we'd be doing our typical partying on like the back patio. We're like we're drinking, we're smoking, we're chilling. Yeah. And then a group of people would like leave we're to go drinking, to the bar down the street, smoking, and then they would close down the bar at like one a.m. and go back to the establishment, and there would still be people that had never left the hours, patio, hours, just hanging out on like, the patio. We just went yeah. to the bar for three hours, and you and fucking Jake and Janessa have been sitting here the whole time. Yeah, well, it's just like they like roll a blunt, and then someone rolls a blunt, and then someone else rolls a blunt. And it was like, and then it's yeah, one a.m. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah. The first dude would get off work, and then he would fucking spark up with the other two dudes that just got off, and then yeah. someone would get off an hour later, and you're still chilling. And then someone's so girlfriend now, comes, and yeah. she has a joint, and it just yep. it just it's a rabbit hole that sometimes oh. you're hanging out at the establishment until three fucking a.m. Yeah, because it's good Mark, times. Because Mark I remember Meehan gave you ecstasy <laughs> and told you it's the first time I ever took it, and he was like, "Oh, dude, don't worry about it. It's just like taking like a Percocet you get from the dentist." What? Dude, this is like the opposite. Fucking dude, who taught this guy like drugs? Like it's not. He's like, yeah, you won't even like. You're probably not even gonna feel it, dude. I took this thing and you felt it. We were I fucking chilled there for like a half an hour. Go to get in the car and like I'm fucking looking at the light in the stereo and like listening to music and I'm like, can't even fucking drive. (laughs) Went back in and they're all in the back like watching YouTube videos. I'm just like, fuck you, Meehan. I'm like, it's not like Perk said at all. And he was like. 
Well, you wouldn't have taken it unless I told you that. What the like, fuck? Dude, you suck. Yo. I ended up chilling there for like hours that night. Actually, like had a blast. Yeah, I bet you did. Yeah. Thank you. I mean, I would have just forced. I would have forced them to like hang out with me. Would have been like, all right, well, we're chilling all night because I'm fucked you up. Fucking did this to me. Yeah. Yeah. He, we're going to a rave yeah. right now. God, fucking get in the car. We're driving to Providence. <laughs> Dude, there were nights when I remember like closing down. The Ocean Mist, we would obviously, like, that was a bar that was already open till 1. Yeah. So if we're chilling there after hours, it's usually until, like, 3 or 4. Yeah, yeah. There were some nights that some of these motherfuckers, like, Rory and, like, Connor and them, shout out to Rory and Connor and them, they would fucking be like, we're going to Foxwoods and shit. And I'd just be like, nah, dude. <laughs> like, nah. This is where I cut out. Like, this when is, you're yeah. getting out of work at, like, 2 a.m. and you're like, we're going to go to Foxwoods, it's just like, dude, can't hang like that anymore. Yeah. That's gnarly shit. Nothing it's good happens shit. after like 3 a.m. Not a lot of good things come I think, from that. Sometimes though. Dude, going to Foxwoods late at night like that is like, it could be like, you're like, yeah, we're going to Foxwoods. You go to Foxwoods, you get there and it's just like all these depressing faces. Yeah. All exactly. these zombie people yeah, walk around yeah. and you're like, I want to go home. <laughs> Isn't it like, it's like a whole like, it's like a whole city in itself. It smells too, like cigarettes because right? yeah. you can smoke in there and yeah. shit. Like it's wild, dude. It's a that's a wild place, and I always forget that it's one of like the biggest ones. I think it is. World. Yeah, it is. It's still, yeah. Maybe there's like some new it's shit in there. Dubai it's or something. There. Yeah. So in terms of floor space for gaming, yeah, yeah straight Because it's like every floor is like fucking. Dave Chappelle's coming there. Is he oh, really He's doing four nights? Ooh, Tickets are like six hundred dollars. If I hadn't already seen him, it'd be like got to do it for the bucket list, right? I fucking dude. I have not seen him. I've never seen him live. For, I've actually like I've never been to a comedy show, and I love stand up. Wow. I know. I find that like, so surprising. I know, dude. Because you uh, seem like the type of person that was, I haven't been to been. enough either. So yeah. I've only been to a handful. Tons of concerts, and it just never. Like I started listening to stand up, and for some reason, it didn't really register. Like, oh, you can just go go see this guy for twenty five bucks, like thirty bucks, yeah, yeah whatever. And, uh, and you can so, almost always meet them afterwards. Dude, that's the cool that's thing what is it that seems they're like. almost always yeah. like you can like get a picture and meet them, autograph whatever afterwards. Yeah. Is Louis still canceled? Um, I don't know. I haven't like uh, kept my finger on the pulse of Louis, but I mean, I think he's just like that show. Trying to, like, that stay show in the always so made that show always made me want to like go to comedy shows. Dude, you'd I mean, be like going and chilling at uh, whatever that comedy place. shows are fucking. What's, what's that place called? Comedy Connection or something? Yeah, no. yeah. So I went to see oh, what was it? Uh, I went to see Hannibal at Comedy Connection with uh, was I met, it Jimmy I met Hannibal. and uh, Little McBurney and Big McBurney. Oh yes, that's a crew right. <laughs> that was a fucking bonkers night. We all got Shots like wasted. McBurney's. Little McBurney uh, got wasted off Dirty Shirley, so she was like. Puking red grenadine like all night. <laughs> Jimmy, yeah, yeah, we were all wasted. Alex got all bad because I was a dick to him. It was a classic night. That's awesome. I mean, what do I want to ask Tim? Yeah, Tim, what do you want to ask us? Well, Tim, I feel like we should address um, uh, the living situation that I <laughs> endured that involved you. Oh yeah, yeah. let's let's get into that. Oh, man, so. I'm- I live with JOC, the uh, legendary on this podcast, at least, uh, yes. JOC, J-O-C. Yes. for like two months Where one is summer. J-O-C? And we've already talked about it on the pod before, but uh, yeah, Tim, you were supposed to live with him. And then what the fuck happened? Okay, so that was. You the- guys were both expoing at the same time, too, right? So we were both expoing. I needed a spot to stay. And I'm like. Somehow he found this spot. It was like pretty cheap. As I think I it was like he was living in that spot during the school year, 
but it was like a, a school year rental. And so, like the people he was living with on like the second or first floor That's all had to right. bounce. Yeah, and then but we they were like, we have this shitty third, third floor oh, apartment, yeah, dude. That and was you it. can stay because he was like, I'm not a student. Like I need to stay in the summer. Yeah, and they're like, the only way you could do that is like Except if you go up this. Yeah, and it was basically like their storage for like the other units that they had. It was a fucking nightmare. It up there. seemed like I remember the room that I was in seemed like it was like a slaves' quarters. Uh, because it had like its own individual like staircase that went to that nowhere, went to nowhere yep. except a window onto the roof. Yep. They were like this staircase probably went to like an individual door yes. that like like somebody that yes. wasn't welcome yes. in the main door old, had to take because it was house, a dude. really old house. Yeah. And it was just like we've uh, talked about the house, but like what the fuck happened that made you not move in? Ah, uh, so I had moved in. I think I was there for like a maybe two weeks, right? Like within fucking three days of moving in, he. Like, had some fucking underage chicks over the house. Oh, boy. Fucking, what, strike one. Oh, man. Strike two. How underage? Ah, uh, like, old enough for where I was 22, and I was like, this is fucking weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so then we fucking go uh, forward a couple days, been living there. I come home, fucking doors off the hinges, and the frame is fucked on the door. What door? Fucking front door. To the, the front apartment. door? Yeah. What? Before I can even ask, he's like, dude, so sorry. Like, came home wasted. My fucking buddy and I needed a place to stay. Didn't have my key. I so we ripped the door had down? Had to get in here. I didn't hear that. I've oh never heard God. this. You could have fucking, fucking, like, slept in the fucking back Yeah, room. because... You could have slept in the fucking patio, the hallway, whatever, Yeah, because the front like, door, like, that, the front door you speak of to that apartment is, like... Inside, like you were take, you home? Like, was, did he knock? No, I was out. I think oh, I was staying. Okay. I was crashing somewhere else that night. So, gotcha. like, there was like a door in, like, in from the outside, and then you go up a little staircase, tiny staircase, and then staircase. there was like a landing. Yes, and there was like, remember that shower was in this that room, the like ha- across yeah. the hall. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, you they could have just passed out on the hardwood floor of that landing if they were so desperate. Dude, they could have taken Brother Ben's room at the fucking. That's not how JOC rolled. Yeah, no, oh, no, man, he was fucking let that rage out, Ben, dude. Yeah, oh so that God. happened, and it was just like a fucking accumulation. Damn, of so that's just two strikes within like a couple days. Within a couple days, this is fucking weird. And then I just like didn't fucking like him. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was like I, it turned I out thinking. it came like really fucking quickly. It became like, oh, this dude's super chill. To like, I fucking don't like this dude. I yeah, yeah it happens real quick with psychopath. Him. Yeah, and then manipulation. Everything. Yep, everything else fucking followed after that, and it was just like. I'm, I got to be out. I think I ended up giving him. So wait, did the he even get a third rent. strike or was it like oh, two strikes? Dude. And you're like, you know what? Fuck this. It I'm not, was, le- I'm not letting him swing. There was such pitch. a great strikes. There were a lot. Yeah, there were a lot. There was like, he just had such a curve on the his fucking was just slider. Like, you know what? You're done. Yeah. Two yeah. Bro. Two strikes. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah. No fucking. You don't deserve a third. I pitch. remember when, so like then, so Tim's like, I got to get the fuck out of this situation. But it was only like a three month thing, right? It was only like a summer lease. It was like a weird summer lease. Yeah. So, so that's I not that hard. I swooped though. in yeah. and was like, oh, because I did something like I paid like, I had to pay like 600 bucks for like total to live there for like J- July and August. Yeah, it wasn't. Or something like yeah, that. Like I got a nice deal, yeah. but I felt like when you were like offering it to me or whatever, it almost seemed like you like felt bad. Like oh, you, I did. Like, because yeah, you were sure like, I did. <laughs> like, like I could totally tell that you were like, 
Like I'm leaving for a reason, and, and like, are you sure? Like, and I felt like you needed a spot. I was like, like it'll be were, fine, dude. I can yeah, handle it. Yeah. It'll be okay. Like, I had some other shit going on too, so like, I was like, I can't. You were just like already at a breaking point with the kid, and then you were like, no, fuck this. News news just broke that a beer was thrown at Emmanuel Quickly's head last night. <laughs> what? Are you for real? Hey, I'm dead ass. Oh my god, <laughs> this is just like people hopping on the bandwagon. Then. It's just like, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know what to say. <laughs> oh my god sorry to hit you with that but back to joc it's like the people are getting progressively less talented that are getting <laughs> it's like it starts with like mvp level people like russell westbrook and then it's trey young and then it's fucking quickly that's <laughs> soon it's gonna be nerland's noel <laughs> yeah, right. pat Connaughton was assaulted by a fan today <laughs> in milwaukee um but it's kind of funny that you guys have this like little housing dilemma because it's almost like you guys were like Eskimo bros in the way that like you guys both dealt with the same terror just before and after. Yeah, dude. Like he was like, JOC wasn't like super problematic. When I looked, the worst thing, he tried to get me to look at his penis once. Like he he had like. Been, he surprised me with a photo on his phone one time. That's I was true. like, hey, look at this. And I was like, not that impressed. His one with mine was, it was more like playful and him trying to be funny. Like he had been like having sex with some girl in his room. And I was like, just got home from work and was like putting something in the fridge and, what, he and, getting, just, like, and he just door. came out of his room like buck naked like acting like he was a nigga like yo what's up dude how you doing and like like it was a joke and i just like looked dead at his eyes like looked him dead in the eyes like didn't look at his dick once it was just like what's up dude how you doing yeah because like, that's how you handle it. and that he got shit. like all disappointed like i like best case scenario for me is he was just like oh this is an a fun and he just like went back in his room dude but we're all used to it from the fucking jay phillips sneak attack no, we dude, know not that, to look yeah, down. You just look out for that torpedo. Multiple dude. sneak attacks. That fucking grenade, yeah. dude. Pop out that fucking that shell, dude. Oh, that shotgun shell. Dude. What did Berlian call it? Like a baby's fist on <laughs> top good. of it. It was, it was, like, yeah, it was, it was really good. good. He, he said it was a, it was like a motorcycle helmet on like on a baby's, baby's fist. fist. <laughs> yeah. That's what it was. Yes. Oh man. Oh, good shit. So fucking ridiculous. <laughs> There were times she would like give us two hundred dollars to go to the bar with or something like that. Yeah, but yeah. So not even enough for one of us to get drunk. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, it's enough for me. Well, I have expensive taste. Um, yeah, uh, probably, you were, you were there for some of those wild parties oh, though, right? Yeah, dude. Wait, you were there for when Guy Fieri was there too. We got we got some we got some cans of worms God, here. I do. Yeah. Um, best party though. Tell was, us about Flavor Town. I'm going to take you to Flavortown, baby. Yeah, baby. Uh, yeah. So fucking best employee party. We had one at the fucking spot and at the establishment, at the establishment. Yeah. I remember uh, Mel was working there at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, Shout out Mel. Mel, I think Dean was still there. Bunch of fucking people, but it was like, it got fucking gnarly, like quick, quick. Yeah. It went, yeah. You know how it goes. It's just uh-huh. like bad to worse. And we're at the fucking First you're taking shots and then it's just. Now everyone's cooking. Snowball yeah. effect. And fucking, yeah, yeah just. Cooking, smoking, blunts. each other. Yeah. Jerry running around, putting fucking bacon on people's shoulders. Shouts <laughs> out Jerry motherfucking Shout Dennis. That, that has happened to me. Bro, one of the funniest motherfuckers. He's coming on the pod soon. Is he? Good. Yeah. Are we good? Ask about him. Yeah. I think so. Um, <laughs> sorry. Uh, that one sticks out in my mind more than any of the other ones. The Spain ones were, I went to one Spain one. That was a good time. Yeah, they were a good time. But, like getting to eat the dope food and like, yeah, whenever, uh, the wife would go like open up the tab at the bar and drink all the top shelf liquor. That was a good time too. Yeah. How about, do you have any like memories of like, or I guess more like 
nightmarish memories of just like bad customers you've had to deal with? Um, yeah, like, so there's the crepes, is it crepes Marie? Oh, yeah. That fucking... Which one's Crepes and Marie? That got the red pepper oil? Goat cheese. Got the red pepper oil. And the sun-dried tomatoes. Red pepper. And roasted red pepper oil. Gotcha. This... So, I I believe initially it was like the... uh, Whatever the spinach crepes were with that dope, like, feta pesto Mm -hmm. inside with the eggs. Mm Mm-hmm. That was a spinach crepe breakfast. That was a spinach crepe breakfast. Yeah, that was like the yes, spinach crepe yes. app just with like scrambled eggs in it. And that and would the get the balsamic, balsamic glaze. over the top. Yeah. No doubt. So they would modify that dish so much to the point where it became goat cheese, red peppers, sun-dried tomatoes, and I think it was egg whites. They, they, they the crepes taken, marie was born from the spinach crepe breakfast, you're saying? Yes. They had modified it. Like so it was just a deconstructed spinach cream breakfast. They had modified it so much that they ended up like getting tired of it and just putting it on the menu. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then they would come in and fucking order it differently than it was on the oh, fucking with menu. The, oh, yeah. So this is, you're saying this is another one of like um like a Woods Tofu situation where somebody has their own dish and then would on the menu. Order, which was already retarded to make usually. And then like super labor intensive, like shitty dish. And yeah. then... They would, that person would come in and then they would fucking order it completely like. Like you're not even going to get your own fucking dish the way that you created it, you douche. And then this whole table of the. Was it someone named Marie? And then there was. uh, Is that why it's called Crepes Marie? Tony and Marie. And then there was another, there was others that they came in with. And like I'd waited on them at Bike Stop and cooked for them at the establishment yeah so yeah and uh so So you knew you knew you were a seasoned vet i knew the deal and i want to say they fucking i was i knew i had to cook for them every sunday because they would order like fucking assholes and you just know it was their table and i want to say they sent back oatmeal one time and such a trash like first (laughs) of all you're ordering oatmeal you're trash and you're sending it back (laughs) fuck you make your own oatmeal at home thank you and he would order it like a fucking asshole so like you know super runny but like still dry and Uh extra (laughs) brown sugar on the side like shit like that and then he sent it back and said something like it's too dry tell the cook that he can like eat that or something like that yeah that's some sass yeah and like putting some vinegar on that server came back and told me that shit and i just remember being like oh you're gonna wait now yeah, you're gonna wait next time. Like I just fucking it, this oh, oatmeal is gonna be a forty-five minute. It's ticket. gonna be a long time. Your eggs are gonna be over poached. That's a smart yeah. move. Yeah, fuck oh, that. Fuck that. You don't fuck with that's not. You don't fuck with the people that fucking cook your food. That's all there is to it. It's absolutely true. Just, Some people just like being difficult. You don't. Yeah, I've had other people. Some people just don't get it. You know, they're yeah, not. That, a lot of the time they haven't is. been in that yes. world. You know, and yes. you can usually spot that out. My, they walk differently, you know? 100%. Like, just naive. It's a whole different swagger to them. But, man, the ones that, like, are just complete fucking dicks. And I'm, like, very patient. And, you know, but, when like, tourist season comes, it's a it's whole nother animal of, over. like, you know, and, Mary from fucking Kentucky or fucking wherever they're coming from. Oh, Shout out, Mary. <laughs> Marie. Chris Marie. Shout out to the lady that said I'm never taking a two-year-old on vacation again. Yeah, you shouldn't have in the first place. <laughs> It should have been swallowed. Dan, I'm going to ask you a question here because I don't think we've gotten into this at all, but like you were a bouncer at the mist. Uh And I mean, I've been to the mist and I've seen, you know, what happens at the mist sometimes. What like, do you have any like really good stories of like someone just being so absolutely wasted and you having to just like 
uh, oh, dude, you know, be the person to try to help figure out how this person's going to get the fuck out of here. You know what I'm saying? my entire job. Like, that was oh. like, you're describing the entire, it sucks. It's like, we're going to get you an dealing, Uber. Dealing I with wasted people, that. well, like, I would usually always we just wouldn't see go it. the whole mile of like, Ticket Tuesday. Getting like, Ticket Tuesday. Anytime I'm oh, coming out of Ticket Tuesday, there's at least one person scrambling across the road, needs to be like, Talked to by a cop or something, yeah. not like arrested, but like yeah. you know, we, we got to figure this out. Yeah, the you cops are handling this. Out. Like I, I get them out of the building. And yeah, then once they're out of the building, it's on to. The it's cops. not my responsibility to make sure they get into an Uber. Like the cops could like deal with that. Like if every there were nights where it's like Ticket Tuesday would be over, and you know we'd chill, have our drinks after the shift, and then like I'm leaving at you know at the earliest like two, but like if I was chilling there for a while, like three. And you're leaving, and there's still kids like sitting on the side of the road outside oh, the bar. Because yeah, like, <laughs> they're like, oh, I thought I'd be able to get an Uber in Matunic at 2 a.m. in 2015 when Uber's not even like right, Uber wasn't right, even yeah, that yeah, old yeah. yet. They were like, oh, doesn't Uber work here like it does in the fucking city? And it's like, no, there's like one Uber driver in this town. Like, that's it. Yeah. And he's it was, busy. It was insane. But yeah, I mean, most of the shit was just like, Dealing with wasted people like all the fucking time. Like it was just like the job was just like you need to be able to spot the people that are about to puke and get them out of here before they puke pretty much. Like and if somebody it's pukes. Like, it's like playing Where's Waldo. Yeah. But. You could but it's pretty easy. You just see somebody with that dirty Charlie walk where there's something around <laughs> and you're just hands like, on the right, pizza. Yeah, they're getting out of here. Dude, he was not there during my time there. Oh, you're a lucky man. I know. I'm, I I'm not gonna JR go I'm not gonna well. go on a I'm not gonna go on another. Yeah, you shit on Dirty Charlie enough yeah. here. Yeah, I got pretty hard last week. But oh, yeah, you were there nice for JR to me. Um yeah, you were there when it was like a pretty functional kitchen. It, it was yeah. I mean they had it like going really then they hired me and Dan and you know it just all went downhill. Yeah, it was when that Fraser family came in. That thing. Oh, weird. them yeah. phrases. You know, no comment. Oh man, K dog. Um, yo, you know what? Something K dog. So I work for Bolt now, and there's a girl named Kristen that I work with. She's yeah. the shit, and I've been calling her K dog because it's like a thing where like everywhere you work, there's a K dog yeah. somewhere. Yeah, and I told her this, and I was like, now I've been calling her K dog. Establishment K dog. Anti-establishment, K-Dog. There's always a K-Dog somewhere. Shout so out ridiculous. to all the K-Dogs out there. All the K-Dogs out Shout, there. Shouts out to K-Dog. The kk 9 Who was a crossover from uh, the light to the dark side. Because she was over there she waiting worked over tables there too? with me. Yeah, for like a good while, I feel I like say. a lot of people. Like, I, I kind of yeah. forget because some people left before I was necessarily there. But like. That was kind of just the move. It was like, move if you got while. fired or if you were fed up fired enough. It, yeah. There, there is another option. And then you, it's, it's a, you know, it's a quite a bridge you got to cross. But like, yeah, yeah it yeah. is same commute though, which is and nice. honestly, she she paid better, so it was like I'd probably out of, infamously out of she would pay you at least a dollar better to start. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, absolutely. what are you gonna say about that? Yeah, that was a funny. All right, wait. Thing. I think we're gonna wrap this up soon, but yeah. I wanted to ask you about Dirty Mike. Dirty Mike. Mike uh, Borges. Oh, man. Yeah. So Dirty Mike was like, I came shortly after him. I might have even been like his replacement or something. Because he did. The establishment or the anti-establishment? The establishment. I just now remembered who this kid is. Um, (laughs) He was like a dishwasher prep guy, right? That was like his thing. And did he go to the anti-establishment? He did. Oh, I didn't know that. So that was a whole part of the thing is that like when he quit, he like called out of his shift and like basically told Schmitz, like, 
I've come into a large sum of money yeah. and now I don't I need my job right. anymore. But he really just went to the anti-establishment. I didn't know that yeah. part of it. He was, I think he was there before me even. <laughs> yeah. Cause he quit. Yeah. Yeah. So we saw him over there and we were like, wait, yeah. aren't you rich or something? There were also times where like people would cross over and just behind both of the people's backs work shifts at both establishments, which was, that, which yeah. was yeah. not believe, allowed. I that's like the ultimate. was the first one. That's, that's, that's an yeah. ultimate move. That's yeah, swag. That's, <laughs> that's swag. That's swag right there. <laughs> Dude, you're just like, fuck both of these people. I'm going to piss them both off without <laughs> either of them knowing. Do you guys remember Dirty Mike's buddy, Young Tom? He, yeah, blonde kid that dishwashed. Yeah, I remember him. Kid. Dude, yep. I... Oh, my mind's getting blown. Burnham told me a fucking story later on when I was at the anti-establishment about me, I guess, I fucking... It was a super busy day, and that kid came over and asked me for food on the line like three times. Yeah. And I guess I ended up cooking the kid the whole fucking meal and then like went over to the dish station and like threw it into the dirty dishwasher. Oh my God. And, and was like, <laughs> don't fucking ask me for a fucking meal when I'm busy ever again. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. Story. And and so that, that was like the fucking what I was brought into with like Dean and like Mark wasn't so much that way, but yeah. like there was a couple other dudes that are just like fucking. Gnarly, Sick like that was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that was how you like got your thick skin and like got through your fucking day. <laughs> that but that's awesome. That was I a love fucking that story. funny one. And I remember. Yeah, I completely forgot that story until just that one. I've yeah. definitely heard that one. But like, what ended up happening to Dirty Mike? Dirty Mike ended up fucking getting uh, bad off with like fucking drugs and shit. And <laughs> yeah, Taylor's old as time. So I remember showing up one morning and I fucking pull at up the anti-establishment. Anti-establishment. First thing in the morning, like nine. 30 whenever we got started and I'm fucking smoking a bowl in my car yeah. and I look over and he's hitting something in his car and I'm like, it's not weed. It's not weed. <laughs> I was like, Oh, True. Fucking, I was like, you want to trade? And he was like, Oh, this is like fucking crack. And I was like, what? And he was like, yeah, I just need something to get me through my day. And I was like, that's not what you fucking take to get through the day. <laughs> it's like that, like, that's what I'm doing with this weed. Yeah, like, no, <laughs> You got it backward. Well, so, let's be honest. The weed gets you through half the day it, and then you got to smoke some more weed. But yeah. it got to the point where I, had fucking somebody was working the shift after him and they went to fucking pull a plate down off the line to sell food on it and there was still like fucking powder on oh, it. Oh, got like bad. Another tale old as time. Dude, yeah. He ended up yeah, <laughs> getting robbing old people for pills and mm. fucking going on high speed chase. Robbing old folks and, and making the dash. And making the dash. Sounds, yeah. sounds just like what Purdue Pharma wanted us to do. Yeah. Wow. Shouts out to those guys. Yeah, fuck the Sackler family. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's know, really that, rough. But it is because he was a, he was a good case, super young and shit when he started. But, so wait, but, he robbed um, the old lady for some pills. Ended up like at outside of I think like a fucking Walmart or some fucking pharmacy, and then like ended up like cops were on him very quickly. High speed chase. I think they swerved at. A cop. Oh shit! And you know it's what? Like played chicken with him? Like no, like they like escalated to attempted murder. Yes, real quick. I believe. <laughs> yeah, I'm like way higher charge. And uh, yeah, they were taken down and like wow. fucking just kind of exploited through the fucking local media because it was, you know, awful. That's wild, dude. But yeah, still laugh because he's white. See, like yes. Mm-hmm. All right. So now <laughs> this, you just I can't even believe that I didn't like talk about this earlier to oh, you because you just brought this by bringing my by, by me bringing up Take your time. dirty Take Mike. Time. What about Mike C dude? 
I was going to bring him up earlier, too. Shouts out to the, the Jimmy of the anti-establishment. Mike C, I worked with at oh, one of the KPs as well. One of the dudes, dude. Love Mike C. Fucking Mike. Shout out. I played poker with him, like, all night, one night at his house, yeah, like, right. ripping butts in his living room. He was sick. Just Shout out to Mike C. Shout out to Mike Wong. Hey, what's going on, dude? How you doing? What's going on up there? <laughs> hey, man, you want to come over here and give me a help with this? Yeah, man, man. Yeah, we made like 40 pieces. It took like a half an hour. You want to come over here and give me a hit with this? Mike C's story real quick. I remember fucking going in like one of the first weeks I worked there. And I was like, yo, man, like you like you like Addies or whatever? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, where? I had an extra one and like fucking gave it to him. And he had a coffee and some energy drink. And he fucking. Probably a NOS. He loses Probably a NOS, yes. And then fucking pops the fucking cap on the Addy. Dumps in the coffee, dumps in with the nuts, fucking shoves Dude. it, and oh, just goes, man. turn up, and then fucking walks out to the pizza station. <laughs> Dude, this man is... Slays the day. I, I feel like they discovered Adderall from, like, Mike C's blood. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh that man God. seemed That's like he was, was on one. Tiger's blood. 24-7, that man was on one. Yeah, like, yeah. And you know what? Awesome him cook. And, like, fucking him, yeah. abs- excellent pizza cook, like. Awesome, oh, dude. absolutely crushed. Yeah, it. one of my favorites to work with throughout time. Him and like, Matt Ock became boys too because they were both they're both like, "Oh, you like right. fucking doing Adderall and eating yeah. sandwiches? Yeah. I like doing that." I mean, I'll see what you're doing. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. We well, can pick up some money and some you cut. That's so spot on. Yeah, dude. that's so. Uh, shout it, out to Mike C. When, yeah, whenever he would be like it. spreading pizza, it'd be so fast. So fast just like, dude. yeah, yeah, yeah. Which was great because then it's like, like you need it fast. Yeah, fuck yeah. yeah. And then the yeah. dude only has one speed. So when it's fucking Tuesday morning and some old couple orders a pizza at fucking 11 a.m., <laughs> they get that pizza in three fucking minutes and it looks dope. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he's like talking to the customers and shit. Like he was. Yeah, that's dude. The he was he's a really good dude. Yeah, he was sure, a pizza dude. god. Where like when I worked at KP, like he worked there too, and it was like. Whenever like a KP, it's like whenever like one of the franchises was doing shitty, it's like, oh, we might have to send Mike C over there. (laughs) (laughs) Mike C is like the fixer. He's like the fucking Ray Donovan. I love that. Fucking fixes up your pizza place when you're doing shitty. That's the heavy hitter. That's great. That's the dude you send in. Yeah. Yeah. The heavy hitter. I almost just kicked the thing. Don't, dude. Let's wrap this shit up before (laughs) you fucking ruin it. All right. All right. You know, Tim, this has been a... Game changing episode for us. This has been only part one. This of, is a, like, yeah, we're gonna get you back. We're gonna have to get you back because we haven't even gone to Flavor Town yet. Been a wonderful experience for me. And thank uh, you guys for having the feelings me. Feelings mutual, babe. Thank you very much. I'm Max Messier Richter. I'm Daniel. I'm Timothy Wright. And we are the Rags and Dishes Podcast. Yeah, this one's behind the scenes. Cool kitty in the kitchen, that big money, what we eat. Oh, Rags and Dishes. Stories from the kitchen. Kitchen. Rolls,